0: Hi, beautiful friends, and welcome back to Faith-Fueled Woman. This is your host, Kristen. And today, I actually want to talk about how do we lift it up to God? How do we do life with God in a way that allows us to really tap into that connection with Him? So that is what we'll talk about today. And your family. This is the podcasting community for you. All right, here we go. Let's dive in. So I think the first thing that I was thinking about today for this episode is that how many times as you go out, go throughout your day, as you make decisions in your life, that week, that month, that year, are you always going to God first? Or do you keep finding yourself going back to trying to do it yourself? Now, for some people on their faith journey, they have practiced this for so long that it is second nature for them to take their decisions, to take what they need, to take all the things to God. And it is literally kind of like a, you know, a reaction now because of their faithfulness in doing that. But I think the rest of us continue to have to struggle with this, right? We have to continue to remind ourselves that we're trying to do too much on our own of our own ability instead of realizing that it will take God to actually make the mountain move. It'll take God to actually help us to intervene and to make sure we're moving on the path that's going to benefit us both for his kingdom but also for our, you know, where we're meant to go, where we're what we're stepping into. And so the first thing that I wanted to share with you is this quote by A.W. Tozer, which says, the reason so many are troubled, still seeking, still making little forward progress is because they haven't yet come to the end of themselves. We're still trying to give orders and interfering with God's work within us. I don't know about you, but I find that true in my life. Of course, I'm praying and I read scripture and I do, you know, uh, Bible, you know, like uh, prayer journals and things like this. And no, I'm not perfect. I, I do miss it. You know, some of those things sometimes. But so often I find that quote to be so true in my life that I haven't gotten to the end of myself for whatever I'm working on, whatever I'm pushing up the hill to remember that I'm trying to dictate the timing. I'm trying to dictate the outcome instead of giving it up to God, instead of remembering that he's doing the work in us and through us and around us for our good. It is hard. It is hard being a human and remembering that the whole point of this connection, this relationship with God, the understanding of, you know, Jesus and what we get from this, it can be hard as a human to let it go, to give it up, to God and to understand that we have to kind of loosen the reins so that he can be in charge. And another quote that I really liked, it's not um, maybe specifically Christian, but it did speak to me, and it's by Eben Alexander, and it says, our eternal spiritual self is more real than anything we perceive in this physical realm and has a divine connection to the infinite love of the creator. Once again nothing in on this side of eternity is going to fully fulfill us but God it is that divine connection it is that infinite love from our creator there is no love like it and there's no love that will fulfill us that'll fill us up fully except for that one this is why so many of us find ourselves or other people right that aren't experiencing this connection with God they feel like there's a hole there's something still missing they're unsatisfied Even when they, on all accounts and measures, from a human perspective, they feel like they've reached success, they're still striving. They're still seeking because God was meant to fill that hole. We have this space for divine connection, for this infinite love. And when we don't experience that, we feel like something's missing. So the good news is, is more of God will fill more of that space within us that was created in us with his love that is amazing and so awesome and so awe-inspiring but I think it can get it's easy to kind of turn away or get distracted a bit in our everyday lives that we forget that's the way that's the way we fill that hole or that space is a probably a better word to say with this divine connection that we literally were designed to have we were designed to You know, we were given choice to have it or not, but we were designed to feel that infinite love when we have that connection. And, you know, back to what A.W. Toaster said, the reason for so, where so many of us are troubled and we're still seeking or still making little progress is because we haven't come to the end of ourselves. We haven't surrendered to God, both in our path and in our decisions And in our living. And this is, like I said, this is a hard one for me. And this is why when I saw that quote again today, I said, "Mm, this is what I want to talk about today. This is what I want to share. And the other thing is, we can also continue to tap into this divine connection to God everywhere, not just in prayer, you know, or formal prayer, not just when we're reading scripture, but it's through showing up in the world as love and action. It's us literally being the extension of God in other people's lives, in the way we show up and do good. It's also showing up in nature to be all inspired by what he's created. And so there's a quote by Thomas Merton that speaks to that. And it's, let us come alive to the splendor that is all around us and see the beauty in the ordinary things. All that beauty was put there by God for us to experience, to us, for us to commune with, for us to commune in so that we will once again feel closer to him. That to me is so beautiful. And I think many of us don't take the time to get into big nature. We don't take the time to notice and smell the blooms that are blooming that morning or the different vivid colors of every leaf and tree and blade of grass. But that is our job. It's to notice. And it's to show up in this world and to find all of the opportunities throughout the day to be connected to God and to get those divine downloads from him, to get those promptings on how we are to move in the world, both in that moment and in certain people's lives and in our own lives. Every day is a new, we get to choose every day and keep deciding to have connection and communion with God. And to me, that is so promising and that is amazing. But once again, how do we how do we allow that surrender to happen so that God can literally be in charge of those reins instead of us continuously fighting for the reins of our own lives and finding that it's not working out very well for us? So I think there's many ways we do this, but I think the first is we take more time in our day to think about what's the decision or what is the need or the concern, you know, or the blessing that we're thinking about what what's going on in our lives. And how can we pause a little longer to sit with it and to pray and reflect on it and try to hear what God wants to tell us. And that's the first thing. I think the second thing is it is that we look for confirmation that maybe if we're thinking about making a decision and there's, you know, more than one option that we, you know, we take time on it. We reflect and pray. Like I just said, we maybe share it with, you know, someone we, we believe or trust, you know, wise counsel, if you will, and get their thoughts and feelings. We check it against biblical, you know, or scripture, you know, does it align with what is, what is said in scripture? And then often not always there may be a sign you know something that happens in our day in our life that reaffirms the choice that we're thinking about making you know it or something just hits us it strikes us in a way that didn't the day before about our choice and about the thing we're thinking about but that takes paying attention and that takes discernment and it takes practice but i think if we are willing to slow down in different parts of our day to take a little time and think about what is the the decision or what is the hard thing we're going through. Maybe it's that we're looking, we need to bring in more income, you know, and we're starting to worry about it. We're trying to do it on our own instead of taking the time to get with God and see what it is he, how he's going to provide for us. Because to be honest with you, it's usually so creative. It doesn't necessarily just fall in your lap. You know, here's $2,000, but often it will come to you creatively. And of course, I'm not saying, oh, you asked for $2,000 and you get $2,000. We all know it's not, it's not that clear cut, but if you need to be provided for, so that God promises he will provide. The question is just how will he provide it? And we have to see and be open and then see that he did bless us. He did give us the provisions. But if we're not paying attention, if we're not present both in our lives and in the moment, and if we're not present to what God's doing, how he's working in our lives, how he's providing for us in our lives and how he's moving in our hearts and also moving in the world through us and around us, we will miss it. We will miss it the goodness, the good stuff, when we will miss that God truly is in charge. And I think the more of those things we notice, the more of those things we acknowledge, both mentally, but also to write them down, because there's some saying that says basically, we write our, what is it? We write our, it's it's like we write our successes in pencil and our tribulations in stone. And it's not that exactly, but the point is important, which is, It's very easy when things are going well or when we have what we need to forget the blessings or the provisions that God's given us if we haven't written them down so that we can go back and remember, go back and give thanks and have testimony about it. And it's much easier to remember the hard thing that maybe we're still dealing with instead of all the things that have already happened on our behalf from God moving in our lives. So don't just think about it. Also write it down. Also capture it. Talk about it. Talk about how he's moving in your life, how he's showing up in your life and all of the good things that he's doing in your life. So important. And, you know, today, I guess I didn't even share any scripture. I share it plenty, but this is sort of what spoke to me today. And I just thought it was an important message and it's something that we can all work on. And actually speaking of that, It is actually the second day of Lent. Let's see, it's Thursday. Lent started, I think, yesterday. Uh, And the only reason I bring that up is some of us as Christians, you know, celebrate or acknowledge Lent and some may not, different denominations. But I actually read something yesterday that was really beautiful about Lent that I wanted to share with you. And Lent is the 40-day period of repentance and preparation Easter. So the coming of Easter and it's considered a holy season and Rich Villados, a pastor had shared some thoughts on Ash Wednesday and then on Lent. And I'm just trying to find one little thing I wanted to share with you about it. So basically he's explaining that it's not so much what most of us think, or some people think, which is it's not so much about repentance is it is about When Jesus preaches repentance, it's because the kingdom of heaven has come near. That's important to remember that. The kingdom of heaven has come near. God has come close to us. Repentance is about joyfully and intentionally adjusting one's life to this reality. And so I think that that is pretty amazing. And then the last thing about Lent that he shares that I want to share is that he says, Well, he's talking about Ash Wednesday, but it's related to this. He says, it's not a day to live in guilt. It's a day to recognize our brokenness, humanity, and trust in God's love. It's a day to freely come before God and declare, I am human. I am dust, and you still love me. But that, once again, speaks to the beginning of stepping into Lent. And I think what he said about repentance is about joyfully, intentionally adjusting one's life to the reality that the kingdom of heaven has come near. That is beautiful. So in Lent, if you give something up or if you choose to add something, I think what's important is to remember, reflect and pray and think about the kingdom of heaven being near. And how can we joyfully and intentionally adjust some part of our life that maybe needs adjusting? It could be our perspective, it could be making time for God or more time for God, it could be being of more service, it could be finishing a project that God has been asking us to finish and we have not finished it for instance for me it's finishing a devotional so i am going to try with his effort i mean i will need his effort to finish this but that is something where i want to spend more time in god's presence and i want to finish this work he's called me to so in your own life i hope that those words will encourage you to reflect on Lent, maybe to learn a little bit more about it if it's not something that you're super familiar with, because I'm always learning new things about all of the faith, you know, Christian faith rituals and journeys. uh, I mean, uh, history, even though I've grown up as a Christian my whole life, but I have been in different denominations and they are all a little bit different, of course. So I just wish you a blessed and beautiful, and intentional Lenten season and I hope that you can take something away from today that will allow you to allow God to hold the reins in your life more than you are. Thanks again for listening and if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Healed Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.